Over the last two decades, I've been on a quest to learn everything I can about leadership, obsessed with what makes the best leaders so good. After running companies small and large for the last 20 years, today I speak on stages all across the world to audiences who are interested in that same question. My name's John Laredo, and I'm your host. I invite you to join me on this journey as we explore this topic. What makes the best leaders so good? Welcome to Tomorrow's Leader. All right, welcome to today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader, where we dive deep on all things leader-related, related to leading yourself and leading other people. I'm John Lerito, your host. So today's topic, I want to talk about the concept of feedback. I get an amazing amount of questions regarding this topic and everything from how to give feedback, how, when to give feedback, um, what's too much, what's not enough. And I think with regard to a leader's role, this is one of the most important things you can do. And again, I don't care. I know I say it all the time. I don't care if you're a parent or if you're a teacher or a coach or a CEO of a company. Giving feedback is a critical and essential part of your job. And I think about how many times feedback literally does not happen at all. It's it's funny. Most companies had in place the annual performance uh, review. And they did that because it was a forced way to give feedback. Literally, there were companies that knew, okay, hey, listen, unless we do this annual review one time a year, we are not going to give feedback to our employees. This is a forced way to do it. We're going to do it formally. We're going to do it in writing. And what happened is that was a better step than not doing any, but that became the only time people would get feedback. Literally, they'd have to wait a year, which means in month one, if I wasn't doing something well, I had to wait 11 months to find that out. And I, I'm not exaggerating really much at all here, if at any. Um, or if I was doing something great, I didn't know about it. So it, what happened was leaders were shying away because, hey, well, I got this forced way of giving feedback once a year. And their incomes, their raises, their bonuses, their promotions, everything was based on the results of that feedback. Well, what happened is, first of all, there was not enough feedback, if any, given in the other 11 and a half months. And it was only feedback when you think about it. And I used to do this, too. As a leader, I'd think about doing an annual performance review or written one. And I would remember this stuff over the last three months. But nine, 10 months ago, I'd almost forget what happened or what this person did. So the point of what I'm talking about today is the essential absolutely critical aspect of a leader's role in giving feedback. How often, honestly, you really can't do it too much. I've walked into organizations and I will talk to people and I find out very quickly. So I might ask a leader about Bill and that I might ask that leader, okay, how do you feel about Bill? Well, the leader might say he's mediocre. Okay. On a scale of one to 10, how would you rate Bill? I'd say he's a five. And then in my conversations with Bill, I might ask the question, in a way of saying, hey, you know, how do you think your leader feels about you? How do you feel that they think you're doing? And I'm always amazed and at how oftentimes I'll get an answer like, I think I'm doing pretty well, you know, seven, eight on a scale of one to 10. I'm like, wow, okay, totally missing the mark here. So when the leader feels that person's a five, yet the person themselves feels like they're a seven or an eight, that's a direct, that's a direct result of lack of or ineffective communication and feedback. So 
Here's a couple thoughts. Uh, feedback is critical because it's the only way to get a B player to become an A and an A player to become an A+. They have to know, uh, what am I doing? What am I doing well? It's like uh, a golf instructor or coach giving feedback to somebody who's playing golf. You're not going to see the little tiny hitches in your swings or the adjustments that you need to make. Somebody looking from the outside is going to be able to give you that feedback. That's critical. So their eyes, just the whole essence of someone else giving you feedback, can be incredibly powerful to your own self-development. So I'm talking to you as an individual. Seek out that feedback. Ask people, hey, how am I doing? Ask your boss, hey, how am I doing? What am I doing well? What can I do be doing better? Um, if you were going to you know, grade me right now, on what I've produced, the results, or the impact I'm having on the organization, what would you say? That's a great thing to do. You can't do that uh, enough, or I don't think you you really can get enough feedback. I don't think you can give enough feedback. Let's talk about one big obstacle or question that many leaders are facing right now. For those of you listening to this at a different time, we're in the middle of pandemic. So I just was on a call with a top leader. This guy is fantastic, and he was sharing with me one of his challenges is the fact that giving feedback in a virtual world is really tough and specifically giving a tough message, delivering a tough message in a virtual world is really tough. You know, I remember these days too, you know, I'd bring somebody into my office. It was a tough conversation. I'd have the tough conversation. We'd hash it out. And at the end of that conversation, I might, you know, walk them to the door and put my arm on their shoulder or something like that. Just as kind of a way of communicating, Hey, listen, you know, this is, business, not personal. I still love you. I want you to do well, blah, blah, blah. But it was a, it was an essential part, I felt, to that whole essence of giving a tough message. Many people take it personally. And a leader's job, I would always say, and it might be even 15 minutes after that meeting, I'd stop by their desk, you know, ask them about their weekend, whatever. It was a little way to make sure that they knew that it wasn't personal, it was business. That's incre- incredibly cr- critical. But now take a, think about this virtual world. So as a leader, I've got to have a call or a Zoom meeting or something with my uh, individual that I'm giving feedback. I, I deliver a tough message and then it's like, okay, good. You clear. We all good. You understand what I'm saying? Terrific. Okay. Hang up. And then what am I going to do? You know, what am I going to call them back in 15 minutes and hey, just want to see what's going on. What are you doing this weekend? Um, You can't do that. So you kind of lose, I can't put my arm on their shoulder. You kind of lose that personal touch of being able to fully deliver a tough message in the right way. So how do you do that in a virtual world? Well, here's a couple of thoughts. One is I've always delivered a tough message and sandwiched it with some good in there, um, if possible. Now, sometimes you had situation where you had to deliver a really tough message or you wanted to, you don't want to have any positives in there because it was such a important uh, negative message that you needed to deliver a critical message. But a lot of times my focus was, okay, let me give some positive stuff. You know, hey, uh, Sue, I love the way that you teach this class. I really love that. But the feedback I have for you, one is you started late. It took, you know, 15 minutes to get in the meat of the stuff. The content was lacking. But I love your style. I love the energy you bring to that. So next time, blah, 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 blah. So it's kind of sandwiched with some good, the bad, and then finishing off with some good. Now, that was kind of a really abbreviated way that I would do it. But that's, I think, key. 
It lowers the guard, allows somebody to be more receptive to hearing critical feedback. And sometimes, you know, there are some people that are really not receptive to advice. They don't want feedback. And if you just steamroll it and give them feedback, um, you're not, sometimes you're just going to get that guard up and they're not even going to be receptive. They're not going to listen. So oftentimes I will ask that question. Hey, are you open to some advice? You open to some feedback? Now, in some cases, I'm going to just give it no matter what. But if I ask that question, it at least gives their gets the, gives them an opportunity to be open to it. Yeah, sure, absolutely. What's up? Now I've got their attention. Now it's a much easier way for me to get. And I'll do that with my kids, my son. I'll do that. You know that that's important, and I appreciate that when somebody does that. Hey, you open to some feedback. You ran this meeting. You open to some feedback. You did this speaking engagement. You open to some feedback. Whatever. Yeah, of course. That then lays the groundwork for being able to deliver great feedback. I've always followed something called the whole message model. I found it very frustrating when leaders give feedback, whether it's to me or I've seen them do it to other people, where they're not specific. And especially if it's negative, it's really tough. If it's positive and it's just too general, they're not going to be able to repeat it, right? Hey, listen, man, I love your... Uh, the way that you're leading your team. I just really love it. Okay, great. That's awesome. I love that feedback. But what specifically about it do you love? I don't know. I just, I love the thing. I love just, you got, you kind of got everything together. You're just, you're making it happen. Okay, well, awesome. I love to hear that. But what does that mean? (laughs) What am I doing? What do I need to repeat? What do I need to do more of? The more specific, the better. Hey, you know what? I love when you did your team meeting, I loved how you started off with recognition. You talked about the team's results relative to your goals. You talked about how you stood within the whole company. You highlighted a few of your people on the team to give some recognition. You gave them an opportunity to share, which helped other people get better from learning from them. I love that. Keep doing that. Okay, that's specific, right? They know what to do more of. When you're giving critical feedback, you have to be as specific. I see leaders all the time say, hey, you know, I just feel like you're kind of checked out mentally. Okay, well, you're immediately going to get a response of, no, what are you talking about? Well, I don't know. I just get this vibe. I just kind of, I'm kind of getting this feeling that you're just not in it to win it. You're not playing to win. You're not, you're not the same A person that you were, you know, six months ago. You know, now you're kind of raising, it's becoming combative because this person's guard is going to be up and they're saying, you know, what are you talking about? I don't, I don't understand. You know, tell me what you're seeing, what you're observing. I don't know. So I've literally sat through meetings like this or phone calls and it's painful because without specificity, you cannot solve that problem. The feedback is no good. Um, it just doesn't work. You have to give specific. It's like a golf instructor saying, hey, you're just, you got to hit it straighter or and farther. You got to hit it closer to the pin. You just, you got to do that. Okay, well, great. Well, tell me what I'm doing wrong. You're just not hitting it right. I mean, I you're just, you're hitting it off. You're hitting it to the right. Uh, okay, yeah. Hello. Great. Thanks. That's helpful. Um, I think I knew that, but why? I don't know. You're just... Yeah, I don't know. You just, you know, I mean, that would kind of be like that. A leader's job is to be very specific. So I've always followed the observations, thoughts, feelings, actions. This is the whole message model. Let me repeat that. Observations, thoughts, feelings, actions. And here's what I mean. Observations. What do you specifically observe this person doing? Be specific. Because of those observations, what as the leader are you thinking? What does it make you think? 
And then how does it make you feel? Okay, that might be a good point to pause and get some feedback from the person or some interaction. And then the last part is actions. What are the actions that are going to come? What are the desired action steps? What do you want to see from this person moving forward? Okay, so here's how this might sound. If I'm talking to somebody about their lack of engagement, I might say, Hey, Tony, I want to grab some time with you. Uh, There's some things that I've observed recently that concern me, and I wanted to bring you to your attention and get some feedback. You're normally an A player, and I've always looked at you as a top, top person on my team. But specifically, there's some things that I've seen that, that definitely bring out some concerns over the last couple of months. I've seen you come in late probably three times a week over the last couple of months. That's a big concern. And in some cases, as last Thursday, you came in an hour and a half late. I've also seen you be less participative in in our leader meetings. You kind of have been clammed up like you were on Monday's meeting. Normally, you're very engaged in talking and sharing ideas and asking questions. I don't think you said much of anything. And then I'm also seeing your results go down. I've seen the volume of your production go down, or I've seen the volume of blah, 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 go down by about 10% over the last six months. So this has me wondering what is going on? And it has me very concerned about you personally and professionally because this is not who you are. But I see these changes over the last couple of months or over the last couple of weeks, even better. Uh, So what's going on? Share share with me. What is happening? Okay, I'm going to get some opportunity for them to give me some feedback. Now, at this point, I'm in a position to have some really good dialogue and identify what the problem is. Maybe it's something going on at home. I don't know. Could be. Everybody's got things going on in their life outside of work. Maybe it's something like that, in which case as a leader, if I know about it and I can be empathetic, then at least I can help them make this part of their life work a little bit better. Because there's nothing worse than somebody dealing with an issue outside of work and it's now affecting their performance in work, which is magnifying their problems and and ultimately uh, making the pain of their going on in their life even worse. If I can help make this better, Maybe that can help ease the pain in other areas of their life. That's the way I look at it as a leader. So my next follow-up is, okay, let's talk about what needs to happen. I want to see you get back to that old you, okay? And let's talk about what that looks like. That looks like you coming in at 7.30 in the morning. That looks like you participating. I want to see you take a leadership role in those meetings. I want to see you be more collaborative with people, not just sitting in your office by yourself, Okay, blah, 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 blah. Is that something that you're committed to? Do you agree that that's what you ultimately want to be doing? And ultimately, as the A player that you have been, do you agree that that's lost a little bit over the last few months? And do you feel you can get that back? Yes, great. Okay, can we agree, leaving here today, that we're going we're gonna to make an effort on that? I'm going to see a difference in the next day, in the next couple of days, that's going to be back to your old self. Do you feel you can do that? Yes, great. Okay, terrific. Awesome. That's an effective feedback session. Okay, observations, thoughts, feelings, and actions. If you stick to that model, you will solve the problems of your organization more than you'd ever imagine possible. You will enhance performance if you did nothing else than that. How often and when should you get feedback? As soon as that has happened. It's, it's less effective if I point out something that Tony did two weeks ago. Say, hey, Tony, listen, I've been meaning to catch up with you. I've been just really busy. But remember two weeks ago, you were running that meeting 
You remember you remember the meeting I was talking about? Yeah, uh, I guess so. I don't. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, I think. Remember it was the leader meeting. Remember we had, you know, five people in there and we were talking about that. Remember that one? Do you remember the part of the meeting where you, uh, you started to say this and you were going down this road and you let it get off track? Do you remember that? You know, I've lost it. Right? It's two weeks ago. Okay. If it's right after the meeting, it's much better to have a more timely discussion. Even if it's not as effective, the fact that it's more timely will make it more effective. Even if I don't have it all planned out in my head, what I'm going to say, just the fact that I'm bringing it up sooner rather than waiting a week or two weeks after the fact is going to make that much more powerful, more impactful, more meaningful, and the result is going to be much better. The change is going to be there. Okay. I'd rather see you err on the side of being more timely and giving too much feedback than being late or giving not enough feedback. Okay, keep that in mind. That's the golden nugget for today. If you do nothing else other than change the way and the frequency you give feedback and use that whole message model, observations, thoughts, feelings, and actions, you will see dramatic differences in the responsiveness of your people and ultimately their performance and your organization's performance. So hope you found this helpful today. Uh, Again, make sure you subscribe. Keep giving feedback. Share this to people. Please get it out to a big audience. I know there's a lot of people that can benefit from this valuable message. And make sure you go down below. Hit the review button. Five stars. Let me know what you think of this episode as well as the other episodes. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate it. And if you're listening to this on Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving. Take care. Bye. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader for suggestions or inquiries about having me at your next event or personal coaching. Reach me at john at loritogroup.com. Once again, that's J-O-H-N at L-A-U-R-I-T-O-G-R-O-U-P dot com. Thanks. Lead on.